Welcome back, boys, to to the crib. It's uh, we got Noah and I today. We uh, just saw the NBA draft. I know Noah's been waiting. I know some of you have been waiting. Oh yeah, it's finally here. Now it's on to baseball season. Uh, um, summer league. I guess. Um. Yeah, it's exciting to watch rookies in summer league. A lot of them don't really like play. A whole I mean, lot, like the high uh, picks. I mean, the, in the first few games, they do. And then, kind of, as the further in, you kind of get this one, they kind of start to play less. But, but it was exciting. Um, the uh, flipping lightning took it to six. Dang it. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, still want the avalanche to win. No, I still want the lightning to win. Nothing has changed. Um, if the Lightning didn't have Vasilevsky, the series would be over, just saying. Vasilevsky's a flipping robot. Dang, how could we draft a good goalie? How dare we? Yeah, what's wrong with you? How dare we draft um, a good goalie? But we thought we'd talk about the NBA draft today. We thought we'd talk about the winners and losers from the draft, the teams, not the players. So we all know Jabari Smith lost going to Houston. Poor guy. Um, Poor guy. But we're... No one I chose uh, two winning teams. I mean, we could talk about every team, but that'd take a while. We chose um, two winning teams and then one loser team. <laughs> loser team. Loser. Um, I mean, we all know the Trailblazers won the draft, but we don't have to talk about that. Cause... Uh-huh. With all two of your picks. With all two of your picks. Doesn't matter. They're all going to work out, hopefully. All two of them. Uh, one of, wasn't one of them, like, one of the last picks in the draft? Wasn't Jokic, like, one of the last picks in the draft? Not that far back. Wasn't Isaiah Thomas, like, one of the last picks in the draft? Where is he now? Uh, where would the Celtics be if they would have kept him? Uh, well, they made the NBA Finals without him, so. Well, maybe they would have won the NBA Finals with him. Uh, they wouldn't have Tatum without him, so. Okay, never mind. I was just doing a little... <laughs> Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Sorry, I make facts. Uh, you can start. Okay. So, we'll start with the winners. Um, just do one of your winners. We'll go back and forth with our winners, and then we'll end with the losers. I think the team, I mean, there's a lot of winners, a lot of losers, but I think the team that really won, even though people are saying they lost, which I do not get at all, is the Pacers. I think the Pacers did a very good job in drafting. Benedict Matherin? Oh, my goodness. Did anyone else see the LeBron quote that Noah was showing me where he said that LeBron's going to have to show me that he's better? Benedict is already better than LeBron James in my book. He's already higher. Got to love that mentality. And I think he's a great fit on that team because apparently I think they're trying to move Malcolm Brogdon, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Michael Brown didn't most likely be gone. But Matherin's more like a shooting guard small forward, and they could keep uh, – Duarte's a very good defender. He needs to develop some more offense, but his defending is very good. And then they got Halliburton at the trade deadline, and you throw in Matherin. That's a very good young core of guards slash forwards. But yeah. I, I just think that was a really good pick. I don't think it was a reach at six. I think the, 
I sat. I, I wanted him to go to the Trailblazers. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm glad we got Shaden Sharp, but I wanted Benedict. But um, I think that was a very good pick for them. I think it was. Uh, I think it's gonna go a long way. And then their second pick, they took Andrew Nimhart, and this is the one that everyone's getting on him about. I'm just like, why? Did nobody watch him play at Gonzaga? I mean, I was, thought he. He was I mean, the first. He was the first pick in the second round for a reason. Yeah, he fell the second round for a reason. Like he wasn't like amazing. No, but I'm saying he's, like he's the first pick in the second round for a reason. There's a reason he went. He was the first pick in the second round because he's good. Yeah, he is good, and I think that you know he's not expected to come in and just start be the center of attention. He's just supposed to come in and he's might, he might be the backup, but you need a backup. You need your bench players to come in and play well. And I think Andrew Nimhard can be that guy for the Pacers. I think this is another really smart pick that was building for the future. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, looking at the looking at the roster right now, with you know Brogdon most likely being on the move. Um. Unless they want to start T.J. McConnell, or unless they make a move for another point guard, Andrew Nemhard might end up being the starting point guard by default. Yep. So just just another reason why it's it's just a good pick. Like you you kind of short at guards, you fill those needs at the draft. They drafted a Goga Bizadze a few drafts ago, who's a big man. You know they still have Miles Turner, although there's rumors he might get moved. They drafted um, Isaiah Jackson last year. They traded for Jalen Smith, so they're kind of they're kind of filling up that. You know that 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 forward center position, and then they're pretty short on guards, at least useful ones. Um, I guess if you count Lance Lance Stevenson, dude, does anybody really count Lance Stevenson anymore? Ugh, this, as long as he blows in the bronze ear, he's still pretty. He's still pretty solid, but I mean, running guys like Matherin and Namhard that can that can play, you know, beside Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, Chris Duarte. I mean, the team's really starting to look pretty solid. The more, they, yeah. the more they build if, from the inside. If TJ Warren it could never not be injured, that would really I help. I know. He missed this season to come back healthier because they weren't going to win anything anyway. It's smart. But the Pacers also had a third pick. It took Kendall Brown in the second round, pick 48 from Baylor. And I think this is just another good pick. I think he's uh, he's got a high ceiling. But he also, you know, he's taking a second round later for a reason. But I mean, he's he's not going to come in and just make an impact right away. He's going to be a backup. I mean, there are a few uh, mock drafts early on that had him in the first round. So, and he fell to forty eight. And he fell to forty eight. I'd say that's but, a pretty good uh, draft for the Pacers. Honestly, I don't know why people are some people are saying it was a bad draft. I don't I don't know how you get get to that point. <laughs> like people just want to hate. Pretty we just much. love to hate. Um, all right. You want, you want me to go ahead and list one of my teams? I mean, I'm done. I mean, I'll I'll save the more obvious one that that of, of my choices for last, but we're just not going to mention how Caleb had Shaden Sharp as his bust last week. We're just not going to talk about that. No, that's um, fine. No, 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 no. no of course the only not. reason I said bust is because he hadn't played a game in a while. Now he's on the <sighs> team. He's going to be really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty good at, at developing guards, but oh, well. Um, so I'll, I mean, I'll save, I'll save my second team, you know, the more obvious one. Um, I mean, Detroit Pistons absolutely destroyed draft night. 
They did when pretty you, well. When you when the Kings take when the Kings took Keegan Murray, I think there's no doubt in the, like there had been rumors of the Pistons potentially trading back. I mean, after Keegan Murray got drafted, I I doubt they even considered it with Jaden Ivey on the board. I mean, Perfect. there were rumors that they were thinking about trading up for Jaden Ivey. I mean, and then and then he fell to you at five. Perfect fit next to Cade Cunningham. That team, one of the best young cores in the NBA, and that team's really building up to something special. Cade, Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bay. Um, if they the, the bag of chips Bagley, we traded them. Uh, they they actually tra- they actually put that bag of chips in the trade for Jalen Duran, who was our other pick. So so they traded Jeremy Grant for Jalen Duran, which is looks a lot better than a 2025 Milwaukee first round pick. Because um, Milwaukee's so you, probably going to be pretty solid in 2025. Um, if if they can you know bring back Marvin Bagley, uh, Marvin Bagley's shown potential when he plays. Bagels? He's pretty injury prone, unfortunately, which really sucks. But when he has played, he's shown flashes. And I'm, I mean, I'm still a Bagley believer, mostly just because. Well, I mean, uh, Josh met him, so it's kind of part of the reason why I'm a, I'm a Bagley believer. But I mean, if they bring him back, and then Jalen Duren goes right in. Jalen Duren had a twenty point twenty rebound game in college as a freshman. Yeah, but what about Isaiah Stewart? He'd go fight. If, Isaiah Stewart's a pretty – I mean, he fought LeBron. Well, he tried to anyway. LeBron was running. Uh, Isaiah Stewart's – I mean, he's a solid backup center just because Jalen Duran comes in with the, with the starting spot doesn't mean – And you Isaiah could always have two big play. men to take battles out. Exactly. So, like, if you if you want to play one of them at the four, toss him in at the four along with the other guys. I don't know. I, I think they absolutely destroyed that draft. Um the Kings have a track record of passing up on players that end up being really good. I believe Luca, Clay Thompson, and I think there's one other one. It might have been Damian Lillard. I can't remember for sure. There's one I other think one. It might have been Damian Lillard. So like the player that gets drafted right after the Kings just like automatically becomes good no matter who it is. So Jaden Ivey's going to be an All Star. Probably going to win a championship in Detroit. Um, they. I mean, uh, they absolutely killed Detroit. that draft. You can't get too excited. Um, last or last week, I had Jaden Ivey as my best prospect, and he went at number five. That's that's automatically a steal. But, you know, what do I know? I mean, players always work out. Some players always don't work out. I mean, we're just, not we're not experts just, over here. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. Anthony Bennett. Whoa. Whoa. Um. All right. If you want to go ahead and. List off your your other one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Um, so, I think another team that did a really good job drafting in this draft was um, they didn't really have a lot of high picks either, but they kind of killed it. Was the Grizzlies? So the Grizzlies, they drafted uh, what was it? It was in the teens, right? It's like fourteen. Uh, like, was it fourteen? I don't think so. I mean, uh, which player are you talking about? Are you talking about David Roddy? Uh, no, La Lavaria. Oh, Lavaria. Yeah, that guy. That was pick <laughs> nineteen. Pick nineteen. Ah, I knew it was the teens. Um, I mean, I think that's just. I think that's a good pick because if Kyle Anderson walks, you have his replacement. He's another like, he's a six-seven forward, and he basically <laughs> is kind of, kind of the same player as Kyle Anderson because he doesn't really shoot the three very much. But, um, yeah, <laughs> and then looking at this stat, his career, he made uh, 0.6 
threes a game. Oh, beast. I mean, um, hey now, don't, but don't hurt yourself, he, I mean, Jake. He can shoot it if he wants to, but um, he doesn't really. But I just think that was a good good pick because if Kyle Anderson does walk, you have his backup if he doesn't, or his replacement if he does walk doesn't walk, then you have a good forward that you can slide in whenever needed. The Grizzlies didn't really need much in this draft, but they still did a good job of filling in the spaces that they needed. And then they traded DeAnthony Melton away to the 76ers for one ACL and um, the man that met the legend. Danny Green. Danny Green is one ACL now. (laughs) Yeah. Michael's boy, big body, Roddy. David Roddy from the University of Colorado State. I think this is a very good pick. I think that um, he can slide in. And, I mean, he's... He's a smaller guy. He's like six six, but he's two sixty one. So he can, and he can play. When he played at Colorado State, he basically played played every position. And he's a he's a post up guy. He could post you up. So if he's the shooting guard or he's a small forward, let's say he's shooting guard at six six two sixty, he can back down a lot of people that are shooting guards in the NBA. And he's he was able to do a lot of post moves like fades and things. He just he kind of carried along with Isaiah Stevens. Dang it, Michael's gonna yeah, Michael's gonna kill me for that. Isaiah Stevens, those two kind of carried that team to the uh, tournament, and then they lost. Um, First round. But uh, yeah, the only thing that you know stinks about him is he's kind of bigger, so he kind of lacks the quickness that the NBA seems to have a lot of. But he uh, he does a really good job of you know putting on. Different thing. He can shoot the three. He can score inside. He can score in the in the mid range. He he's a pretty good playmaker. He had a lot of nice bo- nice backdoor passes. So I think it's just a really good pick for the Grizzlies with the uh, backup in question. I mean, and then oh, I'll, go ahead. I mean, I'm obviously gonna. I mean, there's no way he starts, right? He's gonna. He's probably gonna be a backup. Oh no, he's probably gonna be backup. But still, I mean, hey, got to have that coming off the bench. Also, you said that he's not as quick. I'm sure the Grizzlies will be fine. It's almost like they have one of the fastest players in the NBA. Yeah, and one of the slowest players in the NBA, Kyle Anderson. Well, Kyle Anderson um, might leave. That's the whole point of some of these picks. Well, then they replaced him with David Roddy. Look at that. They're thinking ahead. Uh, they're, then, then I mean, like Robbie I said, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies did not really need much. They were already pretty much set. It's just that John Morant got hurt, and they ran into the buzzsaw that is the Golden State Warriors. Mostly the John Morant got hurt that really hurt them. Yeah. But um, with their later pick, they took DeAnthony Melton's replacement in Kennedy Chandler, which was a guy that Connor said would go in the first round. But, ah, Connor. Tough. But I think that's a good pick because you got rid of DeAnthony Melton. You need to replace him. You need a guy that's going to come in behind Jaw. And give competition to Trey Jones? Tyus Jones. Ah, dang it. Tyus, Tyus Jones. Jones. Tough. But um, he's a point guard. He could play shooting guard. He could come in. You can move Tyus around. I think it's just another good pick to fill in another backup spot. They didn't really need any starters. I mean, yeah, they're pretty – I mean, they're a playoff team. They made the Western Conference Finals. You're not exactly not exactly drafting for starting players. You kind of just – you're more of just filling in holes and needs at that point. And then with their last pick at the 47th pick, 
They took Vince Williams, who's a small forward, power forward from VCU. I think that was just kind of like, you know, we liked him in the workouts. Let's see if he works out. But I think, I mean, in the NBA draft, players work out late all the time. Jokic, Isaiah Thomas, we were talking about this. Clay Thompson. Draymond uh, he was Green. big 11. Draymond Green. Players work out all the time in later rounds. So I think there was this was not really like a reach, but they were like, you know, hey, we like this guy in our workouts. Let's because they already got uh, how do you say that guy's name? LaRavia. That guy. Yeah, they got him who's a, who's a small forward, power forward. And so they kind of just got this one as like a maybe like a competition or like maybe a third string just in case if somebody gets hurt. Or if yeah. Kyle Anderson does leave, they're gonna need a backup. So <laughs> I mean I mean that was our reasoning for like all three picks. But I mean, like you said, it wasn't it wasn't the flashiest draft, but it definitely filled in some needs. I mean, when when players like John Morant, Desmond Bain checked out and, and their bench rotation was in, definitely did not look as good as the starters. Um they definitely needed to fill in some some bench holes. Uh, to stay competitive because, you know, the starters may may have the most important job, but, I mean, you can't win without a bench. You need a bench. Um, and like I said, their bench this year looked pretty rough at times. So, in my opinion, I think, like I said, it wasn't the flashiest draft, but you filled in the needs that you needed to fill in in order to be a contender. Um, I think John Murray will be back for some vengeance next year, especially against Golden State. Jordan Poole, he's, he's, uh, he's looking at you. But, all right, am uh, you good for me to move right into uh, my other one? Yeah, that was all the picks for the Grizzlies. Um, I mean, we're not really breaking down picks. I didn't break down all the Pistons picks. Um, all right, I mean, I mean, y- you knew it was coming. The OKC Thunder killing the draft once again, bringing in my boy Chet Holmgren at number two, the guy that I've wanted for pretty much since this show has started. Um, a guy that I've always been high on. He fits the team extremely well. I was talking to Kevin Connor about this the other day. Um, you know, he's not going to come in and, you know, he's not, I mean, we don't really need him to average 25, 15, and 10. Uh, for us, you know, we have our scorer. We have Although our it would be nice if he did. We have our, I mean, I'm not going to complain about it if he did. But we have our scorer, we got our passer, we have our defender. Chet is our big man in the paint. I know he looks skinny, but if you watch the, if you watch the tape, He's not afraid to play to play bully ball. I know college is a little bit different from the NBA. I don't know. Why, I don't know why people keep on listing Joel Embiid as somebody who's going to work him. Like Joel Embiid doesn't flop around all the time. Whoa! I didn't say that. Um, I think I think Chet fills the need really well. Uh, we were lacking in uh, in post points. I think we we're one of the last teams in the NBA in uh, points in the paint and finishing. Uh, Chet went eighty for a hundred at the rim in the half court, which is eighty percent. He shot 71% on non-dunks. I mean, that's quite a big improvement for a team that what was What do you shoot on dunks? Like 42%? Gosh. No, he's, no, he throws it down. And, I mean, like I said, if you just watch the tape, he's a seven-foot. He's a seven-footer who can handle the ball. That's, I mean, that's just absolutely insane. If you watch his handles, I mean, we're going to have four guys in our starting lineup who can, who can bring the ball up the court. Kind of, it's kind of nuts. And then moving right along to our second of three lottery picks. Um, the New York Knicks drafted Usman Zhang. Uh, the fans booed him, so they traded him real quick to us because Knicks fans, why do you have to be like that? 
Um, we sent them three future first-round picks. I'll get into the Knicks a little bit later. Kind of spoiled who my loser is, but um, I like the fit with Usman. Uh, six. I mean, he's a six-foot-ten wing who can handle the ball. Another ball handler that can you know bring the ball up the court. The only thing that I worry about is his shooting. Everything else is fine. Presti's been watching him since he was sixteen. And he grew from 6'3 at 16 to 6'10 at 19. So, uh, that's an all right growth spurt. I would say that's that's a pretty solid growth spurt. Um, He played in the same league that built up uh, Josh Giddy, LaMelo Ball, guys like that. I mean, all the worries that's coming with with Usman, the exact same worries that we had with Josh Giddy last year. And I I would say that that one worked out pretty fine. And then uh, moving right along to uh, Jalen Williams. Which one? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Uh, both. Um, I believe every single one of the players that were drafted have over a seven-foot wingspan. I believe, yeah. Um, I don't think Sam Presti had a, had a theme. No, no, of course not. What, is, what do you mean? No, Sam Presti didn't have a theme. Um, I think Jalen Williams from Santa – okay, they talked about this at the press conference today. Jalen Williams, number one, goes by J-Dub. Jalen Williams, number two, your boy, goes by J-Will. So I'll, I'll go by that. Uh, J-Dub, um, he kind of just, like, you know, fills in that nice little backup role. Um, I mean, the ceiling's really high, but I feel like his floor is just like a, it's just like a role player, somebody that you can just sub in. He'll go out there and get you a quick little, quick little 12, 12, 4, and 2. Um, he shot like 40% from three on a Santa Clara team. The only other – or the last pick to come out of Santa Clara was a little guy. His name is Steve Nash. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Who? Um, I, exactly, dude. That's what I'm saying. And then uh, Jay Will. Uh, Jay Will did a lot of pretty solid things in college. He actually led – he led the nation in charges taken, which is pretty good. And then um, what, he, what he excelled at the best in college was pick-and-roll defense. Go watch any NBA game and tell me tell me the the play that's ran the most. It's the pick and roll. It's exactly why he was drafted so high. By high, I mean thirty fourth. But his pick and roll defense is just undeniable. That's it's kind of what you need in, in the modern day NBA. So OKC definitely is one of the winners of the draft. Maybe I'm just partially biased. Um, we'll see how Chet pans out. I feel like all eyes are kind of on Chet. Um, the pick that I worry about the most is Usman Jang. But like I said, people are worried. People the same the same reasons people uh, were worried about Giddy last year. The same reasons why everybody's worried about Zhang, and they're coming from the same thing. He played in like the French league. Oh no, it was it was the Australian league. That's where Giddy came from. At like eighteen, nineteen years old, just like Giddy, he played against you know former NBA players, soon to be NBA players, and just, you know normal people who be out there playing basketball. So. I'm just kind of rambling on now because I love talking about OKC. So you better stop me before it's too late. Please stop. Now, Jay Will, I he was one of the reasons I really liked Arkansas. I liked him when he was a freshman, when I chose him to win a championship, and they almost did. <laughs> and then uh, this past year, I didn't choose him to win a championship, and they went farther than they did the year before, so that hurt. But both years, he was um, the focal point of their defense – and he was a pretty involved person on the offense. So I really like that pick because I really liked him at Arkansas. Yeah, I kind of figured you, you would have some stuff to say about that because I know, I know Jay Will is your boy. So, Hey, Arkansas. I always picked him. And, I know. Hey, uh, hey. I mean. Jalen Williams is quite good. Um, 
All right, we're going to lose. move on to the losers of the draft. <laughs> um, I guess I'll start it out. So, if you, well, I mean, we already know Noah, so we, should we just do Noah since Noah already spoiled his? I kind of already did spoil mine. Um, It's the Knicks. Um, I know some Knicks fans are pretty excited that they got three first-round picks for, from us. Don't be too excited. We need, we're not only do we need to get rid of those, they're all, like, heavily lottery protected, and they're, like, teams like the Nuggets – Congratulations. You got a late 20s pick. Hoping, uh, assuming Jokic doesn't get hurt. And then the other protections are from like the Wizards, and that one's like top 15 protected. Um, I don't think the Wizards are going to make it out of the lottery for a little while. So eventually, eventually it's just going to convert it to uh, two second round picks. So, next fan, you better start pulling for the Wizards. And I can't remember where the other one's from exactly. I think it might be Houston, which, same thing. But I hope Houston ends up being good within the next few years because eventually that's just going to turn into a into the thing. But um, I mean, there are heavy, heavy rumors about the Knicks wanting to trade up and, to get Jaden Ivey. Obviously, it didn't happen because the Pistons took him at five, and then a bunch of mock drafts had them taking Jalen Duran. Um, and I mean, he was right there at number eleven. There's rumors Mitchell Robinson might be out of the door pretty soon here. I think he's a free agent this year. They might not bring him back because they want to give Jalen Brunson a huge contract. So they so they drafted um, Usman Jang, traded him to us, and then you, I think they used one of the picks that we gave them. They traded for Jalen Duran, and then they traded Jalen Duran away. Why would you do that? Why would you Knicks trade away Jalen? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, and, like, the Knicks front office has kind of been in, like, wait until next year mode for what seems like eternity and they just never seem to get any better. Um, they want to they want to offer Jalen Brunson like $120 million over five years just because he had one good postseason. Don't do it, New York. Jalen Brunson, I, I like, mean, he's I like good, Jalen just Brunson, don't offer him that much. But, like, that's a lot of money for Jalen. I know they need a point guard pretty bad. But, I mean, come on. Oh, what happened to Frank Nidalekina? Oof. It's supposed to be their future. I mean... I mean, like I said, I mean, trading for multiple first-round picks, I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty solid. But, I mean, passing on – I mean, you're passing on adding a young player in the draft, which is quite a very interesting move considering that there are still some point guards on the board and some centers at the board, which are rumored to be their next weakest position. But I'm not the next GM. So I'll let you go ahead and wrap us up here with yours, and then we'll, we'll head out. All right, so uh, this one's – Kind of self-explanatory. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves. They reached, and then they reached. So, they traded up to get Walker Kessler at pick number 22. When you have Carl Anthony Towns, why would you trade up for a seven-foot guy? <laughs> Not only is it a seven-foot guy, but it's a seven-foot guy who, in the pre-draft process, teams are worried that his game wouldn't translate well to the modern NBA. Oh, he's slow. I don't know if you watch any games at, in Auburn. He's slow, and that's not going to translate well. He could become a very good shot blocker, but he struggled on offense in college when he's seven foot. I so mean, it's not yeah. going to translate super well, I don't think. And I think it was a reach to trade up for a guy that's going to back up Carl Anthony Towns. When you needed positions filled, because you're yeah. struggling. Yeah, they they need a point guard pretty bad, especially with 
the heavy rumors that they're moving on from uh, D'Angelo Russell, so they're kind of in need of a point guard now. But and then Kessler. they traded up to 26 to get Wendell Moore, who is just a very athletic guy from Duke. That's all I remember about him. And again, I feel like he's they traded up for a guy that's not even going to be their primary scorer, and his playmaking is not great because his ball handling is not amazing. So I don't know why you traded up for two guys that you barely are going to use. I mean, I mean, he had, he had he was a good defender and he had, he's a good shooter, but I mean. There's no reason to trade up for him. I think I think he was going to be there where he was going to draft. I mean, I was talking to a Duke fan earlier, and they were straight up like, I'm shocked Wendell Moore went that high. So when you got yeah. Duke fans, Duke fans, Duke fans saying that they're shocked that one of their players went that high, you know it's rough. Oh, and then they drafted that Spagnolo guy from, Uh-oh. yeah, France. from overseas. France. And, uh, I mean – it wasn't really a point for that either. Basically, oh, well. just a backup to Anthony Edwards, I guess. But maybe a backup, backup to Anthony Edwards. But I just think the Timberwolves did not do a good job drafting in this draft. And, I mean, hey, again, we're not experts. These players could end up being very good, and we can look like idiots. But this is just our personal opinion. Um, if you don't like it, um, I, I can already see the tears strolling down your face. So Hit us up. Come on. Yeah, no Alexis argue. I love arguing. Please hit me up. TikTok, Instagram. If you if, um, if you don't agree. Um, before we wrap this up, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic both posted on their Instagram stories. I, I did. I did see that. The you picture don't want, of Kevin you don't Durant. Want, you don't I do want not. Kevin Durant. I don't. He's a snake. I don't really want him. I mean, he'll bring offense, but he doesn't bring playmaking. He doesn't pass the ball. He run, ran the Nets into the ground. He didn't really help that team very much. So I mean, that's also just what Dame Lillard wants. I don't think – I mean, you don't really have that many draft picks to trade anyway. That's what they want. I yeah, I don't know what would be trade away. I mean, Anthony and Simons would absolutely be gone. I Yeah, I don't really want to get rid of Anthony. I do not really want Kevin Durant very much. But that was just one thing I saw. Um, it could happen in the next couple of days. Or it could not Dude, happen. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Why would you guys go for Kevin Durant when Joe Montana is available? I have no idea. You could just hit up Joe Montana any at any time. His agent is waiting. Hit him up. He'll sign. He probably will. Yeah, he'll bring you championships. But um, that's going to do it. We did our winners and losers. Um, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your dog's sister. Just tell everyone you know. Tell your dog's sister. Yeah, tell your dog's sister, man. I mean, I mean, you can't forget about telling them to check out the TikTok or the YouTube. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, you got it, and sort of the Instagram. We don't. I don't know. I guess that's good content. I mean, yeah. Gosh. I mean, there's there's yeah, some fun stuff. To that. There's some fun stuff going on over on the YouTube. Got some pretty exciting stuff coming up between with me and Connor, but I don't want to spoil Listen anything. To- Listen to some previous episodes because we're funny. It's just a not not a lot going on in sports. Yeah, we have today was today was a little bit of a rough episode. Not even gonna lie, this is just us kind of just breaking down stuff. 
She's just kind of scrounging for parts at this point because it's just it's just a principal thing. I know. There's we're we're trying to go on. We're trying to get out on a weekly. Um, weekly shout out to Nate for listening. Hey Nate, how's life? Thanks, thanks for listening, Nate. How's your vacation going? Hope you're enjoying it. That's gonna do it. Um, peace and love.